1: Curtis Lewa! Curtis Lewa!
2: Riffin Reed! Check this out! This is the Riffin Reed, featuring Curtis Lewa.
1: Walking about
2: Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin Reed. Yeah. I'm a big seller. You know it! Lunch hour in the city. It's a purple haze out there. You see folks vaping up all over the place. The smell of marijuana is everywhere. Weed, weed, more weed. Pop up illegal weed shops. Guys selling nickel and dime bags on the corner with impunity. People pulling out big fatties. I mean, blunt, splits. It doesn't matter. It's everywhere. And ladies and gentlemen, in advance of tomorrow, 4.20, although it's Hitler's birthday, right? That's what it used to be known for. And then all of a sudden, it was co-opted by the potheads, which has become the global phenomenon that celebrates weed culture and its evolving legal landscape all over America. And boy... The illegal we is popping up all over the place. So, who's going to take control of this on 420? Because she wants to show that she's hip, happening, and cool with Glide in her stride and show that she's tough. It's Captain Crime Wave Holcomb. So, first off, she reiterates in the aftermath of Congressman Jim Jordan's hearings with crime victims and families of crime victims, about the uh, illegality of uh, DEA Alvin Bragg and the impotency of Eric Adams to control the crime problems. Remember, this is when Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb comes to life.
0: The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say... That the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong. Okay, get out of town. Get out of town because you don't re- you don't represent our values.
2: But wait a second. Wait a second. As much as she wants you to flee, she also is holding class tomorrow on four twenty. In fact, she is the law and order teacher that the UFT Union uh, of Failed Teachers refuses to develop. Could I hear from Sister Mary Elephant? Good morning.
0: Good morning, class. Good morning, class. Class. Good- Thank you.
2: Yeah, I wish uh, teachers could be able to get control of a classroom like that now. That doesn't happen. But Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who talks about legal weed versus all the illegal weed that is now available from Buffalo to Brooklyn, is conducting classes. Luke, could I have my Wiz Khalifa music because uh, I, I got to be inspired because I have here in my hands now the sheet. That has come from the governor's office in Albany where she announced a public educational campaign promoting safer and informed legal purchases of weed from licensed dealers in New York State, the few that there are. By the way, afterwards, uh, we have been told that this paper is like uh, the best rolling paper. So we can actually roll up uh, some ourselves and in the old school way uh, separate seeds and stems that's from my era, Baby Boomers era, a lot of you listening now. And, of course, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, Holcomb will probably say, like most politicos, Oh, I never smoked weed, never. Oh, I inhaled and never smoked again. Or, like Susan Molinari said, uh, who was the daughter of Guy Molinari, city councilwoman, Oh, I had it one time, I got so sick, I would never smoke it. And Governor Pataki, who said when he was at Columbia University, they used to put it in their baked beans, their Boston baked beans. Oh, please, stop it. All right, so let me give you the um, Kathy Crime Holcomb's Cannabis School Alert. In fact, she will be teaching the first class tomorrow on 420. Again, for years, it was acknowledged that "Udisgracia, the Shonda's birthday, Hitler. But it has been co-opted by smoking weed. So uh, lower the music a little bit here, Lou, and uh, get your pads and pens and please write this down or put it on your, you know, your iPads or your smartphones or your iPhones. OK, number one, Now this is according to the state of New York, whoever rolls it must spark it. You understand that you got to light it up first. If you're going to roll it, right, if it's going to be a big fatty or if it's going to be a little toothpick joint, if you roll it, you got to spark it. Then the proper decorum of puff puff passes, you must pass it to the left-hand side. Number three, if you're smoking in a car, hopefully not while you're driving, you must pass it clockwise. Number four, ash before you pass. Again, ash before you pass. This has nothing to do with ash Wednesday. No, 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 no. Because you got to ash it, but not on your clothes, This way it doesn't fly in all different directions. Number five, the joint is not a microphone. Do not start a monologue while it is your time to smoke, which some people do. For some strange reason, they end up with blabber, verbosa. Number six, don't break the cipher. That means when people are doing the puff-puff pass routine, don't break that cipher. Number seven, do not bick someone's lighter. You know what? That is Purloin it If you're a kleptomaniac, don't steal their lighter. That that is just so low budget. Number eight, you got to change your bong water every time you hit the bong, man. Change it, man. It's just not. It's not cool for anyone else who's gonna hit that bong. Number nine, corner the weed. Don't roast the whole bowl. Don't be a pig, a horsey. Number ten. No fish lips, please. No coho lips. Don't make the mouthpiece wet with your saliva. You know, that's the worst, right? Hey, Lou, don't look at me like you've never done this before. You know, it's like they get it all wet, right? And all of a sudden you got to smoke on it. Come on. Did they ever hear COVID-19, right? Anyway, no white lighters. You know why? That's bad luck. And it's not racially sensitive. I mean, what would the brothers and sisters think if you're going puff-puff fast with them and you only got white lighters? Number 12, for smokers in my generation. That's right, baby boomers. You got to forget this whole concept of separating stems and seeds unless you're still smoking ragweed or you're still growing your own and you haven't done it hydroponically in the basement and watched your Con Edison bill skyrocket. And then last, Lou, and this is for you, the musical director of The Morning Show, in addition to all your other duties on Sit and Friends, no music with police sirens in them, please. (laughs) No music with police sirens in them, or you will cause a panic, paranoia, people will be jumping out of the car, running into the bushes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Governor Hochul, who has unveiled this new statewide cannabis public educational campaign, you got a preview of that breaking news, because tomorrow, oh, she's so cool, she's so hip, she's so happening, not. She is going to teach the first class on 420. And remember, in her mind, it probably still is the birthday of Adolf Hitler. But anyway, we'll see how she does. Now, speaking of weed and illegal weed shops, they are popping up all over the place. So all roads lead to Canarsie, my beloved Canarsie, and Avenue L, which has become the danger zone. I mean, there's so much crime on Avenue L. Shootings, thuggings, holdups, pistol whippings. So just yesterday, a man was gunned down on Avenue L. This was a guy with a nearby uh, weed shop. And so the two brothers, actually, they owned a place that was called, in fact, I'm trying to remember, Flossy Exotics. It's right next to my favorite pizza parlor, original pizza owned by Vinnie Vontana. You guys have been there. I don't know how it is. He stays there, but he does. And so he was the one who reported, oh, my God, he was uh, out there on the street. He goes down, three shots are fired. When uh, Vinny goes outside with the staff, great staff of Original Pizzeria, he sees this guy Nelson on the ground, clutching his stomach and gasping for air. He was uh, lying there. He wasn't gagging or moving. As uh, Vinny said, I could see the blood coming out of the bullet wounds. His skin just changed. You can tell when someone's dead. Yeah, that happened when I was a kid on Avenue L. The battles between the uh, Gambinos and the Lucchese, who had social clubs on both sides of the street, and now with all these weed boys and these uh, these stick up crews that hang around. So why you run a weed shop? So while they're running this weed shop, and and again, the guy and his brother who ran this weed shop, they actually went down on their uh, their Instagram and said. You know, before we opened up this weed shop, which was called uh, Flossy Exotics, we didn't have a penny to our name. We were so broke, we had to eat ass sandwiches. But when we opened the store, this weed shop, everything changed. Of course, it's all cash. They can't take... uh, it can't take debit cards. They can't take credit cards. It's an illegal weed shop, even in legal weed shops, because the federal government still classifies weed as a level one drug, the equivalent of fentanyl. That is crazy. They won't let you open up a bank account, even if it's legal recreational use of marijuana or legal sales of medical marijuana. That's got to change. But in any way, it's a cash and carry business. So apparently, while these guys were making money hand over fist, two thugs were eyeballing the guy, Nelson. And they followed him down Avenue L because they probably knew he had cash on him. And they came up on him and they shot him three times. Now, this goes on every day. So inside the weed shop, they're selling nickel and dime bags. They're selling edibles. They're selling big blunts. They're selling joints. They're selling fatties. They're selling toothpick joints. You name it, you want it. Uh THC oils, the whole nine yards, and it's an all-cash business. So the stick-up kids, they're waiting on the corner, and they're clocking everybody going in and out, and they're figuring, okay, they're probably, pro- that person probably s- spent about $25, maybe $30. And all of a sudden, they realize you've got thousands and thousands of dollars in the house there that's basically theirs for the taking. So they watch the traffic in and out. They know who the owners are, these weed shops that claim that they're smoke shops or they actually do it in delis now also illegally right in the face of the cops right in the face of elected officials they say yeah we got it like that they're making money hand over fist but then they got to leave at some point and carry the money with them and that's when the stick-up guys roll up they pull out their toolies they're loaded nine millimeters they're all wearing fanny packs so you know they're strapped they're ready to get down to it And then they'll tell the guy, yo, give us all the money or it's your life. Give us your gold, your jewelry. Take that gold teeth out. Take your fronts out. (laughs) The whole nine yards. They strip them down right in public. And if you don't move quick enough, bang, 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 bang. Just like this guy Nelson on Avenue L, in front of my favorite pizzeria. How they continue to operate their original pizzeria is beyond me. But it's going to continue because, ladies and gentlemen, little secret here. Uh, City of New York claims they want to close down these illegal weed shops, which number 2000. Look, they sent that Anthony Miranda, the sheriff. Man, uh, let me tell you, this guy, uh, (laughs) crooked as the day is long. I know. I know. He's uh, getting wine, dining, and pocket line. They say they do visits, and then they go away. They do visits. Look at what happened in Kingsbridge yesterday. They're going in to do a surveillance of a weed shop, and cops are outside giving them backup, and then this guy comes up and clocks that female cop in front of other cops and claims that God told them to do it. I wonder which kind of strain of weed, which kind of buddy was smoking at that time to put him in a drug-induced psychosis. When they tell you they want to shut these weed shops down, don't you believe it because somebody's getting paid off to keep
0: them open.
1: Talking about this is the
2: Riffin' Reed read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. The two warriors of socialism, AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, leader of the socialists, and her mini me, Councilwoman Caban from Astoria, who want to remove police, remove prisons, and let the criminals free. By the way, uh, Lou, that promo you just uh, played for the 5 o'clock news of Nome Laden, that already happened this morning. Uh, Noam, if you could get your promos correct, you already did that story this morning. I don't know if you're going to repeat it tomorrow. Oh, my, oh, my. But anyway, we march on. Here was AOC slamming Eric Adams, who remains silent, impotent, like a gelding uh, in front of AOC, for giving badly needed raises to the NYPD.
0: We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a
1: teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same
0: incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries when we are taking all of those resources and demanding that every single department except the militarized one
2: be cut we are sending a message about who and what we care about did uh, eric adams uh, respond to aoc who on national television was pimp slapping him exactly He's afraid of her. In fact, he had her over for dinner two Saturday nights ago. He can't deny it. It's been in the papers at Gracie Mansion. She brought along her mini-me caban, these cop haters. They sat down. They tried to make a deal. And I guess the deal is, is that he is rendered impotent whenever AOC speaks because he's not defending himself. Although I will tell you, the rock-ribbed all American conservative voice of reason from Franklin Square Long Island gave me a forum last night on the Fox News channel in which, this is how they promoted it, Guardian Angel Sliwa calls for moderate Democrats to unite with the GOP after AOC dubs Astoria the People's Republic. And that is true. Last night, with the Rangers-Devils game, playoff action, Knicks-Cavaliers game, playoff action... I was wondering how many people would turn out to the Ronald Reagan Astoria Club that we just opened up in the motherland of socialism of AOC. And I was surprised to see over 200 people, an overflow crowd. This is, this is gaining momentum, ladies and gentlemen, as we have opened up Ronald Reagan clubs, Republican clubs, in Patterson, in Passaic, in Staten Island. Soon we'll open one in Park Slope in the South Bronx, in the Lower East Side, uh, wherever, wherever the socialists are flexing. Because if given a choice uh, and you ask them, what are you? Are you a Democratic Party member or are you a socialist? They will choose socialism. And AOC had a big rally of socialists who came from all over the city just last week in Astoria Park and declared Astoria, the land of Tony Bennett, right? The, the Astoria kid. The land of Peter Valone Sr., and his whole clan, moderate Democrats, she declared it the People's Republic of Astoria, and nobody took her on. The only one, you're truly, Curtis Slewa. And so if you want to get in touch with me about starting Ronald Reagan Republican clubs in areas near you to fight the wave of socialism, of AOC, Bernie the Altacaca, Sanders, and their minions, just message me on Twitter at Curtis slewa Message me on Twitter at Curtis Slewa But... Let's see what uh, Mayor Eric Adams was talking about because he continues to pay tribute
1: to Alvin
2: Bragg. Turn him loose, Alvin Bragg, the D.A. of Manhattan.
1: I like Alvin. Uh, I, I believe he's a he's a former prosecutor uh, in the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, he was a great prosecutor. Uh, I believe that. He's going to be a good district attorney, and I'm going to sit down and have a conversation with him as we build out uh, what we need to do around public safety so that we're all on the same page. And so I, I think that he's focused on doing that, and I think he's on team public safety. Team public safety is not only handcuffs. Team, pu- team public safety is also ending the pipeline that turn people into career criminals based on certain actions. And I want to understand what he's doing. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and speaking with him.
2: <laughs> what an apology. You got bamboozled out there. You thought that he would sh- name and shame like the great Bernard McGurk used to do every time he was on in the morning show Would Sid. He would say the problem with Eric Adams, who is like an all everything bagel. He wants to satisfy everybody, which means you satisfy nobody. He refused to name and shame, Alvin Bragg, refused to name and shame the Democrats in the state legislature who have enforced the cash bail system, no cash bail system, that was imposed upon us by Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. I was listening to uh, Brian uh, Kilmead, and I see that Andrew Cuomo thinks we're all stupid like all politicians do. You know, all of a sudden he's ranting about crime and the Democrats being soft on crime. Never once mentioning he was the author of the no-cash bail bill. Let me tell you something, Andrew Cuomo, because I know you're listening on our WLIR-FM affiliate out there in the Hamptons where you were hitting the mattresses, stirring the marinara sauce, uh, you know, with the Fredo. Your brother, Chris Cuomo, and your wartime consigliere, Joe Pacoco, with his baseball bats just let out of federal prison for corruption. And your former chief of staff, Melissa DeRosa, who they say in today's, uh, New York Post, page six, is gonna have a tell-all book. Really? I guarantee you it won't be about the Cuomo. She has been sworn to keep the code of Almerta. Hey, Andrew, I know you're listening. me, Tu siu pro know's fachim. And like your father, Mario, you are. But Eric Adams, oh, man, he was uh, extolled by the whale, Gerald Nadler, before Jim Jordan's congressional hearings about all the crime in Manhattan, all the victims, and more importantly, the families, uh, the survivors, who were disparaged by Democrats, including Gerald the whale Nadler, the congressman who basically said, crime? Crime in Manhattan? Crime in New York City? That's an aberration because we've got Batman and Robin that have saved Gotham in the form of Eric Adams and Alvin Bragg. The chairman says this hearing is about the victims of
1: violent crime in Manhattan. Never mind the fact that New York is one of the safest big cities in America. Never mind the fact that under the leadership of Mayor Adams and District Attorney Bragg, over the last year, crime in Manhattan has dropped nearly every major category. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy, I hope you're all waking up. You got bamboozled. You're victims of technology. You thought Eric Adams was going to be a law and order mayor? You thought he was going to turn on Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg? Are you out of your minds? Both of them were mentored by Al Slim Shady Sharpton at the National Action Network. Both of them were on the stage there embracing one another. Both of them were on the stage of the National Action Network annual convention at the Sheraton Hotel last week. And who else was there? Let's see. There was Adams embracing Bragg, embracing Tish James, and embracing AOC without Slim Shady Sharp in there. All of them cop haters. All of them wanting to not only defund the police, they want to remove the police, they want to remove prison. So don't give me this, this hype. About Eric Adams and all of you apologists for him. Now you say, well, you know, Sleeper, maybe I should have voted for you. Now you gotta suffer. Now you gotta suffer because look at this guy. It's getting worse and worse and worse by the day. And then what does he keep saying on his national interviews? Oh, we're the safest big city of America in America, and it's only a perception of crime.
1: We have a safe subway system. Transit police officers, they have done their job. What we must do is remove the perception of fear. Cases like this aggravates the perception of fear. Uh, When you see homeless individuals with mental health issues not being attended to and given the proper services that add to the perception of fear. And so what our battle is in the subway system is fighting the perception of fear that cases like this could happen. And we're doing that.
2: How many times can you say perception of fear? It's reality. You know, Lou, what the uh, litmus test should be is a question should be asked of all Democrats, like they're asking up on the Hill in congressional and Senate hearings. When they ask well-known Democrats what the definition of a woman is. Remember back in the United States Supreme Court uh, hearings to uh, ratify Catania Brown Jackson to be uh, the new United States Supreme Court justice chosen by Biden. She was forming, She was tongue-tied. She could not define the word woman.
1: Can you provide a definition for the word woman?
0: Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist.
2: Of- oh, my God. Now, that was bad enough. Uh, I, I'm begging, I'm beseeching the Fourth Estate Press Corps in New York City and in New York State to ask Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, all the elected Democrats, because they have a stranglehold on the legislative process, and of course, Eric Adams, and most of the 51 deadbeat slackers and nor of the city council, asked them, do you know the definition of a woman? Just yesterday up on the hill, Miguel Cardona, who used to be the Secretary of Education in the state of Connecticut, he started all this nonsense by allowing young men in high school to claim that they identified with females even though they had a full male package. And that's not the knife, the spoon, and the fork. And they were winning track meet after track meet against women. He started all this nonsense. And so he was asked, as the highest representative of education in America, does he know the definition of what a woman is? Can you please tell me, or can you please define for me, what is a woman? Uh, Our focus at the department is to provide equal access to students, including students who are... uh... LGBTQ, uh, access free from discrimination. Okay, well, is that – so what's the def, What's the definition of a woman? You haven't given me that. You haven't answered my well, question. I think that's almost secondary to the important role that I have as Secretary of Education. My question is sure not secondary. My question is very simple. What is the – what does HHS say the definition of a woman is? Uh, I lead the Department of Education, and ah. my job is to make sure that all ah. students have access – to public education, which includes co curricular activities. And I think you highlighted pretty <laughs> well the importance of Title IX and giving students equal access, whether it's scholarship and facilities, okay, so you're not participation answer my question. as well. Judge, judge, make him answer the question, a lawyer would say, right? This is the guy that started all of this. I don't know if you're aware, years and years ago, when he was the educational secretary and the state of Connecticut in Hartford. He was the first one to allow male athletes in track and field in high school to suddenly claim that they identified as females, even though they had the full male package, full male package plumbing. And they were permitted to compete against women. And time and time again, they would, they would take the first prize. It should have been stopped there. This is the guy that started all this crap. And he still cannot answer the question of what a woman is.
0: For an appointment or newbridgehealth.org.
2: Talking about This is the Rip and Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Oh, jumping around, having Sid Rosenberg and uh, his very dear friend, sometimes, former Congressman Peter King. Especially on the issue of being Eric Adams Republicans, which both of them have stated time and time again. Now, to Sid's credit, as soon as he went to visit his daughter in uh, London first, and then where she goes to school in Cardiff and Wales and came back here, he saw the difference. And he immediately railed against Eric Adams, and he has been railing against him for the past two weeks. Whereas um, Congressman uh, Peter Kelly, who the last time around at the Sheen Center downtown, was not named after Charlie Sheen, no, 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 no. But at the Sheen Center, ran up on the stage when there was uh people heckling Eric Adams uh, from the peanut gallery came to the defense of Eric Adams because he must have been half in the bag thinking that he was uh, (laughs) the head of Sinn Féin, Jerry Adams. Because he was like, I mean, my God, kissing his tuchus. I want you to listen to how difficult it is for Peter King to extricate his lips from the tuchus of Eric Adams. I think the DA has been extremely professional. That's the answer I get from Mayor Adams when there are people walking around the streets that have 19 priors, 24 priors, 30 priors, beating up people every single day, and his DA and his attorney general are spending millions and millions of dollars trying to put Donald Trump away. I think Alvin Bragg has been extremely professional. Are you kidding me, King?
1: I tell you, uh, he's, he for he to he's got to take on with the bad guys here. The bad guys are Alvin Bragg city council, the state legislature, all these progressive Democrats with their uh, uh, nonsensical bail reform on the age for the criminals, on, again, tying the hands of the cops. And uh, so, listen, he's he's got to get out there.
2: You know, (laughs) how many times do you give this chance, this guy a chance, right? He's a fake, phony, fraudulent, forgazy, Eric Adams. He has no love for law and order. He was a house mouse in the police department. And yet time and time again, Peter King keeps making excuses for him because he is an Eric Adams Republican. Now, Sid on his birthday said if he gets a texted message from the mayor wishing him a happy birthday, he may go back to being his friend. That's how feckless Sid Rosenberg is like the peacock he is. But I'm telling you, It is what he is. He's always been that way, ladies and gentlemen. Now, don't complain to me. I told you when I ran against him, but most of you didn't want to listen.